This is the True Real Estate 911 podcast with Lisa True. Lisa will share up-to-date real estate information with you that you need to know. Welcome to True Real Estate 911. It's Brian Mudd along with your local real estate pro, Lisa True. And as we head towards the holidays and into the holidays and through the holidays, you need to have the right pros to expertly guide you through not only the holiday season and the opportunities and the challenges, but also the evolving real estate market. And as we're getting ready to share with you, it is evolving. It very much is a mixed bag. And you can always tell, Lisa, it's interesting, uh, the agents, for example, that are well behind the market rather than what you guys do, which is always staying uh, a step or two ahead uh, based upon the latest information and being able to read the economy, the trends. And uh, we are still hearing from a lot of folks, oh yeah, the local real estate market, it's hot and demand, it's huge. And we're taking a look at this information here. It, it very much is a mixed picture in Palm Beach County's real estate market. It is. We have really, now I say three markets going on. We have a very, very strong buyer's market in our luxury uh, price points. We also have a strong seller's market in some of our communities. And then we have a transitioning market in some of our price points that maybe three months ago, I would have told you was a hot, hot seller's market. So understanding where you are, where your trajectory is, where we're trending for either the property you're buying, the property that you're selling, and then trying to get ahead of some of those transitions is really important in today's market. And we're going to share with you that specific information to help you make informed decisions throughout the course of today's show. If you're not already there, go to the True's website at truerealestate911.com, the best local resource you're going to find for real estate information, including the ability to search the MLS in real time like a real estate pro. It's all at truerealestate911.com. And if you're buying, selling, if you have questions seven days a week through the holidays, the truths, they are a resource here to help you at 561-972-8326. That's 561-972-8326. So Lisa, you're, you're interesting uh, in, in terms of uh, your characterization with the three different markets. We've been talking about the two different markets for uh, pretty much a year now in which you had the luxury market that had been pretty sluggish and you had the uh, more affordable market that had been pretty hot until recent months. And now what you're talking about is uh, a luxury market that looks pretty soft. And then you're talking about a middle market that is no longer doing all that well and an affordable market that still seems to be. Is that more or less the case? That is the case. And in all of these markets, if you price a property right, have the condition as the buyers expect, or maybe even a little better than they expect, and you have the marketing correct so the right people see it, then you have a greater chance of selling and selling for the most money. And you have to stop looking in the rear view mirror, and this goes for buyers and sellers. So if you're in still one of those hot price points or hot cities, communities, you can't as a buyer go, well, I remember what prices were last year. And as a seller, you can't do that either. You can't say, well, my neighbor sold. You have to look at what is and what is coming. And the what is coming is one of the most important things that sellers and agents often forget is looking at the trends and forecasting because you want to get ahead of it, not react to it. Because once prices have changed, they've changed and we can't go back. So as we take a look at some of the changes with the overall information, the, the most recent information, we see that 
median um, home prices of 4.8% year over year, that still is a solid number. However, we do see that even despite some of the maybe Irma factor coming out of September with some closings that would have been delayed, pushed into October, we still see a decline in the number of closings down 3.8% year over year. And so a couple of different things. I don't get concerned about the local real estate market unless both numbers are falling simultaneously. And you've made a good point. You actually think November will be a very important month to, to kind of figure out where our local real estate market is, is shaking out after the effects of Irma. Yes, these numbers definitely have Irma impact in them. Um, some things that are down and some things are up. For example, I think we had some buyers that wanted to buy in September and couldn't go under contract because honestly, nobody had powers. They couldn't see homes. And so those buyers purchased in October. So we had an overflow of buyers. We had set part of September, part of October buyers in these numbers. And so if you sometimes look at pennings, you'll go, oh, the penning numbers are great. Yes. However, the pennings were substantially down in September. So you have to look at both of those numbers together. Really, November will tell a big story of how fast are we getting back to normal after Irma and was it just a little dip? One of the things about median sales price, because we are looking at really August, September, October, Steve and I are looking at those and kind of putting that puzzle all together. And we had um, the median sales price was the same in September and October. And so yes, year over year, it's up. And yet it has absolutely stayed the same between September and October. You were talking a moment ago about the three different lanes, and that's also illustrated in the uh, time to contract by sale price. We see, for example, on that super affordable end, not that there are many homes that are listed in this price, but uh, if you get into uh, that sub 200,000 uh, territory, well, in, in some cases, you're not even averaging a, a home being on the market for a month. And then by the time you jump up into that two to say 300,000 range, homes are on the market for a little more than a month. But by the time you get to three to four, then it jumps up to nearly 50 days. And then it nearly it's double by the time you get to 400,000 it's nearly double the length of time at 200,000 at over 60 days and then it doubles again by the time you get to 600,000 these are the challenges that you're running up against in the market right both with sellers that might not realize how very different uh, the overall demand is based upon price, and then also some of the deals you're having to negotiate because of these, right? And these numbers do not take cumulative days on market into effect. So when you are sitting there looking at a luxury home that maybe it's been on and off the market, on and off the market, sure. on and off the market, it really, in my opinion, is not a clear picture of days on market. So it's actually under telling the story about how long many of these luxury properties are sitting on the market. It is definitely it is definitely not telling the, the whole story. I mean, if you just take a look at the number of homes for sale in the luxury market and the number that close, there's no way that it's taking 184 <laughs> days to go under contract. It's just not physically possible. And so the ones that are selling are selling in 184 days. And yet there are many that are not selling or are on the market for a very long well, time. To your point, Lisa, if we take a look, there were 69 homes that sold in October at a million dollars or more. However, we got another 249 that were listed to put us at an overall inventory 
of 1,644 homes and how many months at 69 sales without any more coming onto market, you know, would it be? I mean, it, it really is, you're right. It paints a story of multiple years, not necessarily a little more than six months to sell. I mean, if you look at this, I mean, we've been talking about that it's about for every property that sells, two more have been listed in the yeah. luxury market. This is almost four. Yes. And a little bit alarming. It, it is a little bit alarming. And once again, I'm not panicked because it could very well be an Irma impact. Now, that's why I'm very anxious to see what happens in November. The November statistics show everybody should be listening to because that will give us a better idea of is this just a, a fluke? because one month does not make a market. And yet, once again, it wasn't something, when I saw these numbers that came out today, I mean, this is fresh news. I was not happy with the numbers at all, because in theory, you would think that if people couldn't list, they couldn't buy. And if they couldn't buy, they couldn't list, right, if it was because right. of Irma. And yet we still had people listing at an alarmingly high rate compared to the purchasing in the luxury market. So it will be interesting to see what happens. And when you're looking at the lower price points, we still had reasonable closings in the month of October and we had appropriate listings. So it's not like all price points were affected. It's really that higher number. So the opportunity is still here. You know, one of the things I've been watching as well, you take a look at mortgage rates, it's been remarkable how low they've been of late, uh, despite the Fed having raised rates and being in that mode. We expect that we could get another increase in December. And uh, here we see an ever softening and ever emerging buyer's market on the luxury side, while we do still see a very solid and in certain points, a hot, uh, more affordable market. Yeah, it's kind of funny how, you know, we keep seeing interest rates going up and yet our home interest rates are not. And Remarkable. So, and it's wonderful. And I just think it's such a great gift and you take the gift while it's there. And so it helps with the raising prices. It helps with the affordability. And we're looking at different ways that people can position themselves, especially moving into the luxury market, because that is the market that is really the opportunity right now is to move into that luxury product, you know, and I would say anything over 600,000 for sure becomes a great opportunity. And the higher you go, the better the opportunity because there's just so, A, there's choices, there's selection, and there's always gonna be somebody that is going to get real with their number. And we have negotiated some deals for buyers of ours that I just, it, they're record-breaking deals, and buyers are thrilled, amazing opportunities, and we're like, if you don't buy this house, we will. <laughs> you know, they're that good. And so there's always an opportunity in the market. The question is, will you take advantage of it? If you have a lower-priced home and you're stepping up into the luxury market, you are the lucky one in the market because most likely you're in a stronger it's seller's market, whether it's a hot seller's market or a lukewarm seller's market, you're still in a seller's market. And then you're moving up into a buyer's market. That is what everybody dreams of. And then you add on top of it, 
the interest rates that are out there and some of the things that I'm going to share with you over the coming weeks on ways you can think differently about financing in this kind of jumbo world of luxury real estate. And so there's so much to be excited about. And, you know, sometimes we get in these numbers and we start kind of looking at the doom and gloom of them. And yet there's always an opportunity. You just have to be willing to take it. It's good information for sure. And you take a look, we're talking about rates. I mean, there have been 30-year fixed rate mortgages going out at under 4% again recently, which uh, given where the Fed is on interest rates, you just wouldn't have expected. Um, but, you know, you take a look and over the course of time, the one thing you can do is take for granted, uh, you know, the the impacts because the what's happening is the banks are actually making less money on, on these loans that they're issuing. So they're only going to cut their margins so much. And mortgage rates are tied to the longer end of the curve. Obviously, if you get a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, well, it's a 30-year bond that they're attached to, not the short-term rates like, say, your credit cards that change as soon as the Fed changes on interest rates. So they will get impacted over the longer run, and that makes it all that much more of a reason why, if you're going to end up doing something, the timing certainly looks pretty good right now. Speaking of which, how has the seasonal buyer turned out? I mean, here we are. We already have many folks that are in for season, and as we head towards peak season by the time we get into the early part of 2018, uh, did they those buyers show up the way that you would have anticipated? They have been delayed. So they would have normally been down um, at the latest in September. And Irma um, redirected their plans <laughs> in many cases because they obviously weren't going to come down here in a storm. And then they weren't going to come in without power. And then there was nothing to look at. So many of them started coming down in October and November. And we every day are getting calls from people saying, okay, is it too late? Can we still get something in for season? I'm getting a lot of calls right now. And honestly, not as many as I know I'll get in a week or two from people saying, is it too late to close by the end of the year? And the answer is absolutely not. There's still plenty of time to close, even with getting a mortgage. There's still time to close by the end of the year. There's still time to get your seasonal condo, villa, uh, single family home. I have new properties that are coming on the market. I've got deals and steals, even in the active adult community. So there is still time to be able to come down, use it this this year, this season, and take advantage of this great opportunity. And, and our weather has just been gorgeous too. No question about it. It's been incredible of late. And so, uh, you know, if, if folks are thinking about uh, coming down this way, you make accommodations through the holiday season. Explain to people what that can be like. So we um, actually do the opposite of everybody else. We tend to work more during the holiday season. And why? Because we know that people come down here, they come on vacation, they fall in love with it, they buy, they buy homes. The second thing we know is that people are going to have extra time off. And so especially between Christmas and New Year's, we plan extra work days on our behalf because people kind of get over Christmas and then they're like, get back to normal. Right, yes. Right? We're done with this. Yes. We want to get back. Turning the page, looking oh, towards the new year. Let's, yeah. let's just get back to normal. And they start calling us or they go on our website and they have extra time and they're looking at homes and they find something. So... It is a perfect time to have your home on the market, in my opinion, in December. I've always said and I've always sold my own homes and put them on the market in December because I do believe that the quality is far superior 
than what we have in other times of the year. You get more, and traditionally we have less inventory. It will be interesting to see if this December we have less inventory or not. If you're a buyer, you may have more choices this December than you've ever had before. Time will tell. If you're thinking of selling, I know that inventory will be less in December than it will be in January. Go ahead and get ahead of the curve. And then we protect your special day. So if you have parties, if you have obviously, you know, holidays that are important to you that you say, I don't, I don't want anybody in the house, that's completely fine. You can still decorate. I, it's the number one question I get from my <laughs> clients. Can I go ahead and decorate? Absolutely, decorate. First of all, people feel good in your home when they're sure, looking at it. Sure, sure. And so go ahead, enjoy your holidays yourself. And yet the days that are not protected by you, allow the buyers to come, maybe sell it for more money with a premium closing date that works for you. That doesn't mean we're gonna be asking you to move out. We can negotiate things like that. There's a lot of ways we can make this smooth and easy. Now remember, homestead is important, right? Absolutely. So, so if you're buying, that December 31st date is really important. And unfortunately, this year with how the calendar falls, we lose three days. So in order to close by the end of the year, we're really closing on the 28th. All the more reason to reach out to the True Group if you are thinking about making a decision. You don't have to be committed to the idea. You can talk to the Trues about your specific needs. They're here to help you straight through the holidays. 561-972-8326. 561-972-8326. And again, if you're not already there, get started right now at truerealestate911.com.